0: Welcome to another podcast from Planet Shakers Church. For details on campus locations and service times, check out planetshakers.com. Today we've got Sammy Rodriguez speaking on Raise the Volume. Let's check it out. Listen, again, I'm honoured to be with you. We're, we're not living in any sort of, how can I put this? We're about to get louder. And I don't mean just loud. We are, there have been, and then silence, and mute, and no, uh uh-uh. So the title of the message today, I'm gonna give it to you, is called Raise the Volume. I need you to touch the person you like, the person you like the most around you, and tell them, if if my volume is gonna bother you, I'm gonna give you about 35 seconds to find somewhere else to sit. Tell them, I'm about to raise my volume like I've never raised my volume before. My life is about to get louder. My praise is about to go unhinged. My worship is about to become unbright. Somebody shout like you know that God's about to show up like he- Mark chapter 10, real quick, Mark chapter 10. There's a story here so powerful, so many elements embedded. I'm gonna shout out to all my homies from Cali, Pastor Sergio and Pastor Jason Lozano, and to all the other pastors from the states. Amazing, and to all the pastors that are here. And just here's the word of the Lord, Mark chapter 10. Verse 46. Now watch this. They reached Jericho. Somebody say Jericho. Jericho. You gotta underline Jericho, because this can't be a coincidence. As Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He shouted. Verse 48. Verse 48, by the way, encapsulates the notion of the cancel culture be quiet. This is a screenshot of our current reality. Many of the people yelled at him and said, be quiet. But I love what he did. The Bible says verbatim, but he only shouted louder. Every time the devil hell sin, your past, your thoughts, your haters, depression, anxiety, fear, confusion, the critics tell you to shut up, tell you you need to get louder than ever before in your life is there anyone here ready to get louder is there anyone here to ready to pray harder is there anyone here ready to preach stronger is there anyone here he only shouted louder son of david have mercy on me when jesus heard him he heard him he heard his shout he stopped and said tell him to come here they called the blind and cheer up He's calling you Bartimaeus threw aside his coat he jumped up and came to Jesus he threw aside his coat what do you want me to do for you Jesus asked asking the obvious the blind man said I want to see and Jesus said go your faith has healed you instantly the man could see and he followed Jesus down the road here's the title of the sermon open your mouth to what you want your eyes to see I will repeat that open your mouth to what you want your eyes to see raise the volume the subtext would be jericho and the shout 2.0 and silence is not an option one more time before you get seated i just need you please anyone here in the past three years if the enemy showed up to put you on mute If hell showed up circumstances to silence you, and yet here you are standing, I need you from a liability disclaimer component. Warn your neighbor, I am warning you. Tell your neighbor, I'm warning you. After this conference, after this service, my life is about to get louder. Somebody shout like the devil will never be able to place you on mute. Somebody prays like the gates of hell will never prevail against you. Somebody lift up your voice like you are about to see the glory, like you've never seen it. about You may be seated if you want to be seated. Number one, if you're taking any notes, and and good luck with that. Number one, open your eyes by opening up your mouth. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout. He did what? Did he whisper? No. He nodded. No. He engaged in a golf clap. He did what? He He shouted. He shouted. He shouted. Your eyes will never open until your mouth opens up first. Vision is connected to praise. Now, this man was blind. He could not see, but he worked with what he had. He could not see, but he could praise. He could not see, but he could shout. His optics were weak, but his vocal cords were strong. (laughs) You need to stop focusing on what's weak in your life. Stop focusing on what you do not have. Stop focusing on what's broken in your life. Here's a word for someone. This man was blind, but he could shout. You need to use the blessed area of your life in order to attract God to the broken area of your life. i'm gonna repeat that see if you get it use the blessed area of your life use the anointed area of your life use the favored area of your life to attract god to the broken area of your life it's not about what you're missing it's about what you have in other words stop whining about what's missing and start shouting with what you already have 1 Thessalonians five eighteen. Be thankful in all circumstances. So, so what do you have? I'm here to tell you, you already have what you need. Stop, God. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere until I get. No, no. You already have what you need. You are. You have. What do you have? You. I, but but I have issues. But I have this thing going on. But I, no, no. Don't focus on the blindness, Bartimaeus. Elevate your shout. <sighs> You already have what you need to attract God to show up in your circumstance and shift your destiny forevermore. Oh, What do you have? You have a faith that moves mountains. I sense it. You have a shout that brings down walls. I said, you have a shout that brings down walls. You have a shout that brings down walls. You have a joy that cannot be explained. You have a peace that passes all understanding. You have a grace that is sufficient. You have an anointing that destroys the yoke. You have a gift that cannot be revoked. You have a destiny that cannot be stopped. You have mercies that are new every morning. You have the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hey, planet shakers, you have Jesus. You have everything you need. High five your neighbor. Tell them, I have what I need. No, 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 no. High five. Tell them, I have what I need. Tell them, like you believe it. Tell them, put a smile on your face. What are you waiting for? You have everything you need to occupy the area hell has fought to keep you out of. I'll repeat that one more time. You already have what you need to occupy the area hell has fought to keep you out of. If you have what you need, praise like you have it, shout like you have it, worship like you have it, lift up your hands like you have it, pray like you have it, act like you have it, walk like you have it, live like you have it. You already have what you need. In this new life, Colossians 3:11. It doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric or uncivilized, slave or free, Christ is all that matters. And He lives in all of us. The Bible never states, do your biblical due diligence, please, that Jesus was attracted to the man's blindness. This will mess up the way you read this passage. Jesus exegetical extrapolation the Greek narrative he was attracted to the man's shout watch this (laughs) he wasn't attracted to Bartimaeus the blind beggar he was attracted to Bartimaeus the worshiper he was literally saying you're the Messiah son of David was the Aramaic context declaration of I know you the man He's literal. The blind man couldn't see, but he knew he was the man. Because what you see in the spirit will always be greater than what you see in the flesh. I'm preaching to someone right about now. Right now in the flesh, you may see your family broken, but in the spirit, you see your entire family saved. Hey! right now in the flesh you may see something lacking in your finances but in the spirit you know that god will provide all of your needs according to his riches which are in glory in the flesh you say it's not enough but in the spirit you say god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all anything i could ever imagine or ask for ah Jesus was attracted not to Bartimaeus, the beggar, but Bartimaeus, the worshiper. Ah, yeah. There is a shout inside of you that when it comes out, it will prompt God to look your way. There is a praise inside of you that when it comes out, it will make God look your way. (laughs) You attract God by your praise and he'll take care of your need You attract God by your worship and he'll take care of your weakness Psalm 47 verse 1 shout to God with joyful noise The shout of triumph with the loud voice of praise with a shout of celebration there is power in a in a unbridled, unlimited expression of worship. Matter of fact, Isaiah fifty-four verse one, the great prophecy for Jerusalem, which we apply to the finished work of Christ for our lives. I love it when you have nothing in your life, when everyone around you has more, when you've been through a barren season and you haven't been able to give birth to anything. Here's what Isaiah, filled with the Holy Spirit, says: Hey, you who have nothing, who have never given birth to anything, break into a loud and joyful song. You miss it. When you have nothing, shout. When you're broken, shout. When everyone around you seems to get it and you're not getting it, shout. Why? And he says because you're about to have more than everyone around you who doesn't know me. Somebody shout like your season's about to pivot to a glory. Your shout says, my season is about to radically change. I'm going to count to three. If that's you, if you believe in this conference, you receive an anointing and impartation, that you receive an infusion, a fresh invigoration of the glory of the risen Christ, because your life is about to radically change. Which means what? This is not about you and some self-absorbed narcissistic worldview that we've already referenced so many times. It's about you being so filled with glory. More people this year in 2023 will come to Jesus as Lord and Savior through your testimony that all of your years combined in the past. You're not hearing that. I need you to get ready. You're about to shine. Not for your sake, but with the, you're about to shine with the glory of Jesus because God's about to change the world through you so on the count of three if that's you if you're ready to raise your volume raise it i don't care what hell you've been through i don't care what attempted to put you on mute as for me and my house we're about to get louder one two three blood your season is about to radically there's a sound coming out of planet shakers there is a shout coming out of planet shakers that will be heard around the world The sound coming out of Planet Shakers will be heard in all of Africa. And the walls in Africa will come down. There are walls all over Asia that are about to come down in the name of Jesus. There are walls all over Europe that are about to come down in the name of Jesus. In America, that are about to come down. In the name of, I feel a breakthrough right now. There are walls in Latin America that are about to come down. (laughs) Raise your right hand. Repeat after me. My shout says. My song says. My praise says. My worship says my season my life is about to shift radically you just quoted Isaiah 54 I need to ask you real quick does anybody remember the passage I read initially what city were they at y'all y'all can't this can't be a coincidence is this the only time in scripture where there's a shout connected to Jericho you missed it. Is this the only time? No, it's deja vu all over again. This is Jericho and the shout 2.0. You think it's a coincidence The guy is Jericho and he shouts. And he gets his breakthrough. Of many years before, that guy's forefathers, they were around. They were about to occupy the promise. The walls, Jericho, the walls of Jericho, Jericho. And God gave instructions. If you all go around the city, when I tell you to shout, shout. And when you shout, the walls will come down. Years later, this man finds himself blind. Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David. And what does he do? He does what? I'm here to tell you to get ready because your children and your children's children and what you do in your generation will be handed over to the next generation if the lord tarries your children and your children's children will shout just like you shout here will praise just like you praise here your children and your children's children will be praying in the name of Jesus. And when they ask them why, they're gonna come back and say, because my grandfather, my grandfather was part of Planet Shakers. And my grandfather instructed us, and he gave it to my dad, my dad gave it to my mom, my mom gave it to me, that whenever hell shows up, there is still power in the name of Jesus. My great-great-great-great-grandmother who was at Planet Shakers told me that silence is not an option, that God inhabits the praises of his people. I'm here to tell you get ready because (laughs) the walls that come down in your generation will be your children's bridge. Children will walk upon the ruins of what comes down in your generation. Somebody shout like every wall has to come down. Jericho, lift up your hands. This is Jericho Shout 2.0. That's why it's important not to tell your children to pray. Show them how to pray. Don't tell your children to praise God. Show them how to praise God. Don't tell your children there's power in the name of Jesus. Show them there's power in the name of Jesus. Don't tell them. Show them. So if one day your children find themselves in front of Jericho, they will not be silent. They will shower. You got this. Raise your hands. Oh, man. Hmm. It's a shout. Now, why the shouting part? This is not me. I'm just, I don't make the pizza. I deliver it. It's just not me. Look, why a shout? That's very emotionally exuberant. That's very full of energy. It's hype. It's just like, why are you all shouting? He's not deaf. He could hear you. Why do you need to shout? It's just there's so much emotion embedded there. That you're the... Well, the book says in Joshua 620 that Joshua and the Israelites brought down the walls of Jericho with a shout. Judges 7.20 says that Gideon and his 300 soldiers defeated the Midianite marauders with a shout. 1 Samuel 4.5 says that with a shout, the Ark of the Covenant was brought back to the camp. Mark 10.47, the Lord of Magus received his miracle. And by the way, in full disclosure, when he comes back for us, he's not coming back quietly. 1 Thessalonians 4.6 For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a whisper, with a nod, with politically correct posturing. He's coming back with what? With a what? If he can shout because he's coming down for us, we can shout because we're living up for him. Somebody shout like you're never going to get muted ever. Son of Open your eyes to pushing back. Be quiet. Be quiet. Someone will always attempt to lower your volume. The haters of truth, love, grace, and hope desire to lower your volume. But here it is: if their praise did not make you, their criticism cannot break you. Oh, there's an attempt to lower your volume. I want to ask if in the past three years something showed up in your life, either externally or internally, meaning. If something showed up to try to lower your volume, raise one hand. If a bunch of stuff showed up, be it externally, spiritually driven, Ephesians chapter 4, or self-inflicted, whatever it may be, if something showed up to try to just lower your volume or put you on mute, and you meaning your faith, your calling, your God-ordained purpose, the glory of Christ in you, with you, for you, and through you, the giftings, your assignment, If, if, if hell showed up or if life showed up, to try to put you on mute and it was hard raise both hands let's be honest if if, if even for a moment it succeeded in maybe lowering your volume a bit maybe not muting you completely but 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 muting you a bit raise both hands and a foot something told you stop praising something said stop worshiping stop praying stop giving stop loving Stop living holy. Stop doing the right thing. It's not worth it. Be quiet. Stop it. If this has been a season where where forces both external and internal showed up to silence your praise and squelch the noise of your faith, I'm going to tell you what the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, and I say that with fear and trembling. I need you to get ready, and I'm not joking. Because you, no joke, you are about to raise your volume like you've never raised your volume before no 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 no! you're not getting that i need you to look at somebody and tell them neighbor get ready ready or not my prayer is about to become more effective my faith is about to go higher my i feel an anointing my life is about to shine brighter my praise is about to get louder shake your neighbor and tell them what are you waiting for Ready your volume! Somebody prays like the devil's been defeated. Somebody shout like hell can't get in your way. Somebody worship like no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I dare you to rejoice like greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Raise your volume, raise your volume. Psalm 35 27. Let them shout for joy and rejoice who favor my vindication. The Lord be magnified. All right, lift up both hands. We're done. Are there any questions? More people are about to come to Jesus as Lord and Savior through your life. All my cultural reformers, societal architects, ah, your life is about to get louder. And, and again, If you think I'm speaking exclusively about a vociferous articulation that emerges via the conduit of vibrating vocal cords and sound molecules exiting from your mouth, if you think I'm limiting it to that, you're completely off. Your testimony is about to get louder. The righteousness of God in you, with you, for you, and through you is about Here it is. Lift up your hands. God is about to exponentially multiply your influence. As we referenced yesterday, because when your integrity is greater than your influence, nothing can stop you. This is God's sustained influence. God's about to blow you up. There are resources and harvests coming your way. Y'all have, have no idea what I just said. There are resources and harvests coming your way. Why is the Holy Spirit telling me to repeat it? I don't know. There are resources and harvests coming your way. I feel a breakthrough right about now. I hear the Lord say, think bigger, dream bigger, praise higher, worship louder. There are, there are resources and harvests coming Somebody shout like it's yours. Hey. I, feel I feel a breakthrough. 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 Hey, hey. Are we streaming? We are? Here we go. There are voices in the world today that would love us to stop shouting, Son of David. There are voices that would be satisfied if we become an echo chamber of mutual affirmation. Which means what? They would be satisfied if all we do is gather on Sundays and shout here as long as we don't shout out there. There is an attempt by voices, by the critics, by detractors and disruptors, to attempt us to be muted in the public sphere. There are certain voices that would like us to go away. There are certain ideologies and proponents and advocates of agendas that advance accelerate and exacerbate hedonism and perversion bigotry perpetual discord some people will love us to stop saying that Jesus is the only way some forces will love us to stop saying that every life is sacred from the womb to the tomb some forces would like us to stop saying that God made men and women different for a purpose Well, to all those forces out there, and I'm not talking about men and women, I'm talking about principalities, powers of darkness, demons, ideologies. With great due deference, with love and grace, I want to warn you of what's about to happen next. Instead of the church lowering our volume, the church of Jesus Christ is about to get louder than ever before. hear me planet shakers the bride is about to raise her to be provocative never in hatred never to prompt confrontation we raise the volume of love because love can never be silent we raise the volume of truth because the truth sets you free we raise the volume of compassion and mercy because mercy triumphs over judgments Bartimaeus threw his coat, jumped up and came to Jesus. He, he put aside his coat. To you, that may be a random act. To a poor blind man who is a beggar, that coat is one of his few possessions. He threw away, he put aside one of the last things he owned just to declare, I don't, I don't, the moment I heard your voice, I'm not, I don't live here anymore. I don't need this. I'm not who I used to be. Yeah, <laughs> huh. No, on multiple occasions I had, I was told explicitly, no joke in Hollywood and in government. Primarily, Sam, lower your volume. And I don't mean about vociferous expression. I I got people that really got irritated with me because every single time, wherever I went on whatever platform, I could be advising presidents in Congress on television. And for whatever reason, I, I don't know why, I always bring up the name of Jesus. You can do your your due diligence and YouTube it. Be be it from Trump's inauguration to Obama's inauguration in 2008 at St. John's Episcopal Church to interviews on CNN, Fox, MSNBC, ABC. The the interview was totally irrelevant. It had nothing to do with faith. The interviews would be on geopolitical instability. Samuel Rodriguez, Reverend Rodriguez, about the the Jerusalem embassy, the embassy being transferred from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. You know, what say ye? What are are the geopolitical ramifications as it pertains to stability in the region? Wouldn't this prompt Iran? Well, these are the questions I'm asked. So I'm answering and I'm giving, well, there are some geopolitical ramifications indeed. And I give them all. And then at the end, I go this. But by the way, at the end of the day, let's not all forget, there's still power in the name of Jesus. And they go, but why do you always say Jesus? Why? Because there is power in the name of Jesus. I know it sounds old school. I know you may criticize me, but I still believe that every time I mention that name, every devil, every demon, every legion, every principality has to bow and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord of oh, somebody shall like you know. to leaving things behind throw aside your coat lift up your hands if you're ready to raise your volume if you're ready for God to shine in you with you for you and through you if you're ready if you're ready if you're saying God let's do it I'm never again gonna be on mute my life will never be silence my circumstances what I go through will never again silence me from now on I will raise my volume through my testimony through my acts of compassion through forgiving those that offended me through moving forward through not focusing on the past I will raise my volume in action word deed and thought relationship in all that I am and all that I do actions interactions and reactions I will raise my volume silence is not an option if that's you If you're ready to raise your volume in your school, in your job, in your relationship, in your city, in your calling, in your purpose, in your mind, if you're ready to raise the volume where you never again will permit anyone or anything to put you on mute, especially yourself, jump out of your seat and join me somewhere up here now. Go, if you have to think about it, it's not you. But go, go, if you're willing to leave your coat behind, leave your past behind, woo (laughs) what God places upon you is directly proportional to what you are willing to put aside for him leave your coat behind as you come up here when you let go of the things that define you as a beggar he will place upon you the anointing that will define you as a believer leave your coat behind leave your coat behind open your eyes to the following to following Christ down the road follow God he followed Jesus God conquers we possess our children inherit I'll repeat that for the hearing impaired from Genesis to Revelation God conquers hence we are more than conquerors he conquered we are possessing what he conquered we are occupying what he paid for he conquers we possess our children inherit leave that coat behind never permit anything or anyone especially to place you on mute raise your right hand repeat after me now, now I'm gonna warn you no joke no hype these prayers are dangerous I made prayers like this because I did not lower my volume doors opened up that no man can close every time I lifted up Jesus God opened up tons of doors every time I raised my volume opened up tons of doors regardless of where I'm at opened up tons, and he continues to because he is faithful raise your volume this is dangerous repeat after me Heavenly Father today I stand fully committed to raising my volume will never permit anything or anyone to place me on mute. Your glory, your power, your spirit, your purpose in my life will never be muted. From this moment on, I will give you my highest praise, not just with my lips but with my testimony, with my actions, my interactions, my reactions, my thoughts, my posts, my relationships, my life. Today, in Jesus' name, I will raise my volume. At the count of three, I don't want you just to praise. I want you to give God the loudest praise you've given him in the past three years. Are you ready? Here we go. Open your eyes to what you've never seen before. You're about to see God shine. Ready? One, two, three. raise your hands raise your volume do not permit anything or anyone to ever put you on mute ever again you're about to get louder clarity coherent articulate persuasive presentation of the fullness of Christ the gospel the good news of Jesus that's what he does if he can shout because he's coming for us We can shout because we are living for Him. I'm going to give this to Pastor Russell. I just sense just an anointing right now. Can you just lift up your hands right there where you're at? Just what I love about the Holy Spirit that even when we're silent like this, we're still loud. we have the maturity and the bandwidth to understand what this really means. Isaiah 14, 27 is for someone here. It says the following, what I have planned cannot be stopped. I, the Lord of hosts, have planned it and nothing can stop me now isaiah 58 verse 8 is for somebody someone here salvation will come like the dawn i need you to get ready you're about to see everyone around you get radically saved your wounds will quickly heal i said your wounds will quickly heal oh y'all didn't hear me even as i released that word your wounds just healed your wounds will quickly heal godliness will lead you forward As the glory of God will protect you from behind. Isaiah 58, verse 8. We love you. We bless you. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy Spirit make this year the most productive, fruitful Galatians 6, 9 year of your life thus far. Hey, planet shakers, let's do one thing for the glory of Jesus. Are you ready? Raise your volume. Let's go change the world. Somebody do it one more time and give God that... Thanks for joining us today. I hope that your faith was filled and you were encouraged. If you have any prayer requests or want to connect with us further, search for us on our social media at Planet Shakers. We'd love to hear from you.